0: We want to the Oha VeTorah Daf Yomi Shior. Today's shior is Daf Chaf in Shkalim. We will begin on the bottom of Yutel Amubet. Chad Barnash Betsiporin Azal by Mizban Kupad Min Tapcha. So we have an interesting story here. Chad Barnash Betsiporin. There was a fellow in Sipori. Halach. This guy went to go buy a piece of meat from the butcher and he wouldn't give it to him why wouldn't he give it to him because uh, they were in a fight and since they were in a fight he didn't want to give it to him so he told a guy, a Roman guy, who was there. Veaitile, and the Goy gave him some of the meat. Now this was a town that all or most of the butchers were Jews. Okay. lo naspit al korche. So he turned to the butcher who refused to sell him, and told him. Look, I got it even though you didn't want to give it to me. I got it. So in anger, the butcher said back to him, Guess what? What I sold to the Goy was Nivela, wasn't kosher. So enjoy what you got. Guess what? It's not kosher. Now, Really, if he sold the going not kosher, he is supposed to annou- make an announcement that he sold the going not kosher so the Jews know not to buy from him. Uh-huh. And in this case, he hadn't made the announcement. But when the Jew came out with me, he says, guess what, I sold him the without saying. Rabbi Yir, Rabbi says, Ma se Rabbi, this case came in front of Yudan Nasi, the and he says, He's not big enough for us to use him to make it that all the butchers of Tipori are not allowed to sell meat that day. Since most of them are Jews, we assume that the rest of it is kosher. So it's an interesting story over here that the Minhag in that city was that whenever They, they had any uh, terefa animals or nevelah animals, they would make an announcement, don't buy anything from the, from the butchers. And if you didn't hear an announcement, everyone knew you were allowed to buy. <coughs> now, over here, Rebbe made the ruling, and even though this guy gave nevelah to the goy, he says, we don't have to make it our for everyone to eat on that day. Since most of the people are Jews, we can rely on it, like we said before. Now, Rav One time Rav went to Babel. He saw that they weren't being careful with Basad and Chinat Alam He was strict on them in many cases. What happened? Okay. Some explain that this is going on the previous story. Of course, in the previous story, we had said that they're being lenient with, with meat that's with a goy, and he made the strictness on this. What happened? Chad nash Azil. One time, a guy was going, top of Chaf Amulal, by Mishkazer, a spiktoy, Nahara. And he wanted to wash his meat in the river. He had a piece of meat it had gotten dirty, he wanted to rinse it in the river. He left it there, and he and he left. Chazad, he came back, he wanted to take the meat that he left there. So Rav told him, you're not allowed to eat it. Because I say, maybe the one you left there got taken away by the water. And someone brought another piece of Nivela and left it over there, and since you didn't see it, and you don't know for sure it's yours, you can't eat it. That's one strictness. A guy was walking, carrying a piece of meat in the street. A vulture came, and gra- named Daya, and he grabbed it from him. And he left it in a different place. So the guy came back. He wanted to take it from the spot. So Rav told him, can eat it. Maybe the bird was carrying Nivela over there. And he took your kosher. He took the kosher one and said, Gina'i shatavzikin. There's a river called Gina'i. This is the famous river that's mentioned a few times that the rabbi was able to split the river. It was the river Uh Gina'i. Gina'i shatavzikin. This river Gina'i carried away some wine jugs. The story came in front of And He said, You have to have the people who fill up the wine barrels have to check the seals. If the seals look like the seals that they left on it, then it's okay. Otherwise, you can't eat it. You can't drink the wine. Another story. They left another barrel of wine. Could the workers maybe they change the wine? The yeah, name? you don't know it's your wine. It could be something else. And they came in front of him. You have the people who who color the barrels have to check to see if it's theirs. Otherwise, if they recognize the simon, then it's okay. Gadi gufa. They found a, a, a gadi, a goat that's roasted on the street of Gufna, a gufta. The rabbis allowed it in two different ways they allowed it. First of all, they said that it was a lost one and you don't have to give it back. And they allowed it kosher-wise because most of the people on that road were Jewish people <mishun mitziah> Why they allow it? Because it's, of uh, of being a lost object. The Tanikas because we learned in the brayta, hamatzil miyad hari, one who saves something from a lion, Gayas, or someone who saves something from a, um, from a troop of, of an army. Mishunat hayam, mishunat <hanar> or from getting swept away by the sea or the or the river or from a big street or from a big, a big uh, square since the owner gives up hope on them if you leave something in a river you know you're not getting it back and if you leave something in a place where there's a million people you know you're not getting it back and therefore you could keep it because the owner gives up hope so that's why he allowed him to keep it when he found it in the astray in the in the city. And, he allowed it because he's not worried about the, that it was slaughtered by a goy, because since most of the people on that road were Jewish, therefore he allowed it. Now, says the Gemara, and they found out that the 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 kid the the goat was actually from Rebbe's house, and therefore, it was right that they allowed it because it really was, it really was, kosher. Igul de de There was a block of cheese that was found in Levy's uh, apartment. They for two things. Because of a lost object that you don't have to return it. And because of most of the people on the road. Because we learned if you save something from a troop or from a line. And I guess that the place that they found it, the hotel that they found it in was a place that a lot of people are there, and therefore you don't have to give it back. It's not a problem of the cheese of a goy. There's a halakha. not only the shechting of a goy is asur, but even the cheese that a goy makes is asur, even though all the ingredients are kosher, still it's mutar because nochim. Because since this place is mostly Jews, it's a lot. They found out this also was a rabbinical one. It happened to be from Elizabeth Nubiosi's house who had lost it. Amar Yosi Khamyan We see that the rabbis, when they find a lost object, even if they find it in a public place, they still return it, according to what you're saying. And when you find something in a public place, you're allowed to keep it. How come the rabbis, when they find something in a public place, they try to return it? Amalei if you, He says, you want it to be that if we find an object, in a place where people, we can't take it for yourself? Reb even your father Reb Yonah, he didn't say that. I hope that when we find lost objects, we find it in a place where a lot of people are. This way we can keep it, we don't have to return it. And you're telling me that if you find it in a place like that, you're going to return it. Your father used to wish that things would be found in, those, in places like that and I return them. Even <laughs> so, still, he found things and he didn't return it. It's a makhlokit who this is referring to. Either it's referring to Ravmana himself, saying that even though his father didn't, even the father, his father of Yonah would, would have kept it, he returned it. Or it's referring to Rabbi Yossi, who is saying the story that he himself wasn't lenient, okay? Says the so it seems like even though you can keep it, there's still if it's a Jewish person, there's still a Khumra to try to return it, says the Mishnah. If you find an animal in between you and the city of Migdal Eder, which is a city outside you the or in the same distance from Yerushalayim to Migdal Eder, in every direction. So you assume that it came from Yerushalayim, where most of the animals are sacrifices. Therefore, Zekharim, if you find a male one, Olot, you assume it's a Korban, Olah, what you do, we'll see in the Gemara. Nikhevot, if it's a female one, shalamim we assume it's a Shalamim sacrifice. Rabbi he says, if you find an animal that's fit for Kovach Pesach, which is not a cow, but it's, let's say, a sheep or a goat, which is fit for Kovach Pesach, and you found it, within 30 days of Pesach, then you, and of course it's male, because it's got to be male, then you assume it's to Pesach as long as it's within 30 days of the holiday of Passover. Says the Gemana, So we told you over here, that if you find an animal in the keva, you have to bring it as shlamim, or an olah if it's a male. Now, let's say we have an example like this, and Mister Ben Yamin finds himself a male cow, and he comes to the Bet Midrash, says, "Listen, I found this cow. We got to bring uh, this cow or this uh, goat. I want to bring it as an olah because it's probably olah." They say, "Okay, no problem." Uh, where's the wine and where's the flour for the nisakhim? He said, "I don't know. I just found this." I said, okay. Well, you got to bring the wine, and the flour. I say, there is no wine and flour. It's okay. So bring your own wine and flour. So I don't want to bring my fl- wine and flour. Just do a korban. I said we can't do a korban without wine and flour. As a matter of fact, we're going to take your watch and we'll give it back to you when you bring the wine and flour for your carbon. This is not my carbon. Mm-hmm. So people get upset about that. So in the beginning, they used to take away a guy. Mashkirim et mitziah. the guy, motziya, the guy who finds it. They used to take away his stuff. until he brings. The nesachim for the thing that he found. People would end up bringing the bringing the cow, leaving it on the floor and running because they don't want to be there. Hitkinu the Betin, Betin made a rule that when you find a lost object, the nesachah comes from the tsibur and they have to, they get paid by the tsibur, will pay for it. That was the Sheikh will pay for it? Yes. Um, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon says, About there's seven korbanot takanas, and, the, vizu achat mehem, and this is one of them. Okay? What else is one of them? <Nukhri> ayam. Let's say you have a goy who sends his korban ola from a faraway country. So if he's from America, we could always get the nisachim from him. But if the goy is from a faraway country, and he sends a uh, korban If he sends the nisachim, then we offer his nisachim on the mizbech the Imlav, And if he doesn't send anything, again korvim The Tzibur will pay for them. We do not hold. We do not hold back from bringing it just because he didn't send it. is from the goy. I'm assuming when it says nisachim, it means the money for the nisach, money to buy it. Yes, that's what it says in the Bible. Now, if you have a ger who died, and he left animals that should be sacrifices, if he has um, pourings for him, you bring his, if you have a kohen gadol who dies, now the kohen gadol has to bring a korban mancha every day, that once he dies, we don't make, the the korban of the kohen Gadol, that he's supposed to bring every day, will, instead of taking the money out of his estate, after he dies, every day, let's say it's $10 a day, we don't continue taking the $10 a day from his estate, after he dies, till the next kohen Gadol comes, rather, we take it from the Tzibur, okay, Rebida disagrees, we go to the heirs and we take it from them and he also says instead of having uh, half in the morning and half in the evening you do one full one instead of doing halves when the guy is dead you do a full one what else? another tanai so far we have four here's the fifth one if you have salt or wood that's from mekdesh which you're using for salting the korbanot, right, or wood for the for, to to offer it, no <laughs> is that the kohanim can use the wood or the salt for the parts of the meat that go to the kohanim, even though it should be mi'ilah, Here, the rabbi said they're allowed to use it. Okay, that's number five. A person who enjoys the, 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 the ashes of Pada Duma would not be khayyad bin kurman bi'ila. That's number six. What are you enjoying? Is it actually eating? Or using for his refuah? I guess something else, yeah. Well, yeah. If you have a group of birds that are supposed to be offered as a khatat and one becomes fasul, it comes from the seaboard money. He says, no, the vendor who sells the kinim to the Beit HaMikdash, he has to make it up. So it's a machlokit, whether Tanakama says that we take more money from the Beit HaMikdash to buy new ones. And Rabbi Huda says that we force the vendor to supply the ones. Says the Gemara. Rabbi Hosea, Rabbi. Rabbi Hosea. It's working slow? Oh, okay, it's recording. The screen is off. Okay. Rabbi Hosea, Rabbi, Amar. Lavo bedenihem shanu. It's if look at what it means, in this case in the Mishnah, where we said if you f- that that if you find an animal, you use it as a Ola or a shlamim, depending if it's male or female. Does that mean we're bringing the actual animals as a korban, or like this? Hosea is saying, he's saying no. We don't use it as an actual korban. Is what we actually do is that we switch it. The guy who buys, who finds it, has to bring his own two animals in order to take the kiddushah of the the animal on it. And with the money, he brings a new korban for an ola. Why is that? And you have to bring one for Shlamim too. Because when you find a male animal, it doesn't necessarily have to be an Ola. It could also be a Shlamim. And therefore he's saying, you have to bring with the value of this money, you have to bring a korban Shlamim and an Ola. Okay, that's all in a few couple of words. That's how Rav Hoshea is learning. Amo Rabbi B'yohanan, so asked on him, adam do we tell a person who finds it that he should go do mi'ilah? After all, you're not allowed to redeem an animal unless it has a moon. And you're telling this guy when he finds it that he should switch it on an animal to become... a sort of... just to, to switch to kedushah of the animal? Ela, <laughs> Rav says, Yochanan says it differently. He says that when you find a male animal, we don't take the ve- switch the value off. We bring, we follow the rov, since most uh, of zecharim become olot. We do olot. If rov nekivot, then we follow the rov and we, we, do, we do shlamim. In other words. According to Rabbi Yochanan, we don't transfer the, the kedusha from this animal to another animal. Rather, the actual animal, since most olot, most zechanim olot, we do olot, and most nekivot we do shlamim. So says the Gemara. How could it be? And hashlamim ba'in mina Isn't it true that shlamim uh, could come from zechanim or nekiva, and therefore, it's, it's it's even, and therefore, how could you say that? It's gonna be uh, if it's male, it's gonna be Ola. 5050. 50 not so what do you do? Motzi in the You wait till it gets a moon, and then you take it out to khuli you make it Hulin, you time, and you go back and you make it. Oh into Ola. You bring two good animals. For every animal you find, you bring two, and you make the following condition. You say, if the animal was an Ola, so this good animal will be instead of the Ola, because it mm-hmm. became and the other one will be Shalmei and if the animal was a Shlameen, then the Timima animal will be a Shlameen instead of it, and the first one will be an Ola, and this way you covered yourself. Did you understand what I just said? Yeah. So you have a cool trick. I say, this. I, I have the lost animal, which now Ghanimum, We'll call that Mr. Animal Moon. I have Ola and I have a Shlameen. The two new, brand new animals that the, the finder is going gonna to supply on his own. Mm-hmm. And the finder is going to say, if the la- lost animal to Moon wasn't Ola, I'm switching the to this Ola, and the other one I'm doing a Shlamim on my own. If lost animal was the I'm switching it on the Shlamim, and the other one is my own Ola animal. And this way, either way, I, tra- I-, I offer both animals, and I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm Reb Zira. Reb Zira has He says no. According to Reb Zira, he says we offer the actual animals. Now, how could we offer the actual animals? What? If, what if it wasn't a it Says off hacha betin hu So we can do it as an well. aliyah. You know why? Because the same way the Betin made a rule that leftover money from an Ola or, or, or a Khatat, you let to bring it as an Ola. Betin made a rule, even though the guy thought he's putting the money for a Khatat. Let's say Shimshim puts aside $100 for a Khatat, okay? And we get your khatat for $80. There's $20 extra. Betin says we can use the $20 for an Ola. How are you living for Allah? You're mad at the money for a chatat. Betin has a tnai We can make a condition that since you're giving the money with al-dat Betin, with the dot of Betin, Betin says extra one of a becomes Allah. Mm-hmm. So the same way the Betin is allowed to do that, Betin could also say that lost animals okay. if they're male, become Allah. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's mm-hmm. it, Betin. Amar of Yossi, dobiyaqa and ze mezid. He isn't like a mezid? Amaleh. The kavan should tonight betin and the mezid, since betin made it tonight and everyone does it out, betin, it's not a mezid. Amar Yasa, when I was in Babel, Shamat Kal Reb Yudah Sheil I heard Reb Yudah ask Shmuel, Hefrishik Lo if a guy who separated his own shekel and then he died, what do you do with the guy's shekel? Amalei Plul in the device, you use the device. Umotar Asit Efav What about the extra asita Efav for the coin gadol? that's the qurban min khilal the coin that we offer every day what do we do the book and says yulihim la yama malakh he says you bring it to yama malakh and laza maadi you put the device as in the daba now asidita ifa shar coin gadol this 10th of ifa shar coin gadol Which is supposed to be half in the morning, half in the evening. It's machlokit. Reuven said, and then you make it holified. So according to b'yochanan you split it half into two halves, and then you holify by putting it into the klisharet. Rav Shulman Lakish says, "No, makdishah first you put in klisharet, and then you split it." Ask the Gemara the Mishnah in Menachot goes against Rav Yochanan. Why? Because the Mishnah says over there, when a doll brings half in the morning and he dies, and now there's a new doll in the afternoon, the second guy can't bring his own half a shekel, but he brings the first, he brings a new one from his house and he splits it in half. So there's the case. Let's say you have. Koengadol Gadol A. We'll call Koengadol Gadol uh, Nadav. Okay? Or no, let's call him Elazar. Okay? Elazar offers in the morning his half that he does. Okay? Mm-hmm. Then he dies. Itamar becomes the next Koengadol. Itamar can't do, Elaz, do Elazar's half. He brings a new full from his house and he offers half and the other half goes in the garbage. Uh-huh. Okay? That's what he does. now if you hold like Rabbi Yochanan who says that we don't we first split it and then we put it in the keli so why does he have to throw it as if why would Itamar have to throw it as if if I didn't put it in the keli why can't he just use it to make donuts out of it you understand the question Mm -hmm. or no yeah so will explain the mission as follows. He'll say, Even the extra money goes to Yamamelech, like Rabbi Asa said beforehand. And therefore, if even the money goes to Yama Melech, of course, the extra half of the flour has to go to Yama Melech. Also, can't, you can't use it because it gets holified. Even though it didn't get holified, but the money, in other words, the, sometimes you have to throw it out because it got holified. And sometimes you have to throw it out just because since the value became holy, you have to throw out some of that value. You're throwing it out because of value, not because of holified. I'll say, really, Rabbi gonna say, I'm really right. Really, it doesn't get holified before he splits it. And the reason why we're throwing it out is not because it got holified, it's because the money, you owe the money to go to the garbage. says the Gemana, Matnita pligi al We have a bright against Vesh Lakish, because the bright says the following, chatzin and two good avudin it comes out the Mishnah ends off saying now in this case where Elazan Itamar each did half so it came that two halves got off of the Mizbech Elazar is half and Itamar is half and two halves got lost Mm -hmm. and we said in the bright on this the first half and the second half you have to wait till they get uh, spoiled, and, and then you burn them. Now according to Rish Lakish, I should be able to throw it out right away. Water I have to wait till it gets spoiled? It never went in the keli. But then explained, that He says, this Rabbi holds, that the fact that we measured it originally, normally there's a Isaron of flour, which we split into two. When we measured, when the Kohen Gadol Itamar came and measured in the measuring thing, an Isarona flower, it already got holified, and that—that's why—that's why that's you why have to throw it away. to let it get, thats why you have to let it get get uh, spoiled. Okay. Says the Here's a brighter. Avoda. The first time a Kohen Gadol comes to avodah, he brings his Asitaifa and he offers it. Whether you Kohen Gadol or whether you're Kohen if you did not Avodah in the Betkalash, you offered a Korban before you brought your Asitaifa, which is the first time you do it, it's still kosher. Ramana Ramana wants to say, If let's say a guy became a first-time Kohen Adol, and then he became a Kohen for the first time also that day, he brings two Minchat Avitim. One because he became his first time going to do the Avodah, Veichad the chovat yom, and one is for the kohen gadol's one that he has to bring for every day. Now, the pasuk says in Vaikla, in Tav, al machvat b'shemen teaseh murbechetiv yenet tupeni minchat Pitim Okay, and we learn from there. B'shat <coughs> havaah at the time when you bring it, tupeni. That's when you have to break it into small pieces. But in the But you can't break it, you can't uh you can't bake it at night. You have to do it in the, the day, not the night. Says Gma Bataninan that before Allah Tashahad. They used to tell the guy to go make the, the bake the cakes. See, you can do it before before the morning. That means it doesn't mean that we got the things ready first. We don't actually bake it first. Rather, we're getting hot water in order to use the hot water to um, to knead the dough. But we're not when we said we're getting it ready. We're not actually getting the dough ready. We're just getting the hot water ready. Now, if you look through the Pesukim, it mentions that the, the Chavitin are made in three stages. First, you fry them. Then you boil them. And then you bake them. Or whatever, those are the three stages. Let's see what the order is. Tupini, how does it work? When do you bake it? Rabbi First, he says, you, you fry it. Then And then you bake it. Rabbi Acham, Hashem Rechanina says, He says, first you bake it, then you fry it. How do we see that from the words? Because it says, Tupini, Tupini, we're explaining, Te'afenah na. na, Bake it raw. So that you bake it first, and then you fry it. Rabbi Omer, Te'afenah na bake it nice not bake it from raw now eh bake it when it's nice and if you fry it first it'll be it'll be black blackified so it's also agreeing that you have to you have to fry it last. I'm sorry, I did it backwards. Tefena na means the word na does mean raw raw. Na means a little bit baked, a little bit cooked. So that means you 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 par fry it first and then you bake it, according to the first shot. And Rebbe says tefena na you have to be, make it nice, and it's not gonna be nice if you fry it first, it gets black. From the oil, for some reason, in those days, and therefore you should bake it first. He says you have to bake it a lot of times. According to B'dosa, he says you bake it twice: once before the frying, and in order that it bakes nicely, and once after the frying, in order that it should be na. He wants to do both of them. Okay. He holds them both to the short and he's doing both of them. Says the Gemara, ilen plukta plukvata. The mechloket fits like the following mechloket. na'e The one who says make it nice is like the one who says that you have to uh, bake it and then fry it. na one who says you make, you make it when it's parsh cook, the one who says you fry it, and then you bake it. Says the Gemara, in the Mishnah we had said, Mishnah we had said before, if the Kohen Gadol dies before they bring the Korban, uh, the second kohen brings, his he said on and we and we we do have it right. Loss of shemet. ela. When we said this is only said if he dies. It's not only when, not only when he dies. Even if he gets basul. Even if the queen got tamefied. So if the queen got tamefied. And he can't do the rest of his his korban. Still, the second guy doesn't bring the other half. He brings his own full one and it goes and, and it go, the half goes in the garbage. Even if he gets pushed off because he has a moom, it's the same thing. He still doesn't do it. Tani Bihuda Mimum. Well, that was a question. Is it even moon? And they said yes. Even if it's pushed off because of moon. Okay, we're going to stop over here in the coin Gadosh Shemit. V'lo no minu achet tachtav. Baruch Adonai le'onam. Amen. V'amen.